Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> it's great. All right. Thanks, Mom. I can't be normal now. Of course, this is what happens when your mom comes in. All right. Shh, everyone. Hello, 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 everyone. This is Reagan Thompson. I'm so happy to be joining you all today on this lovely podcast, uh, exploring a topic that I'm really excited about to share with you today, as well as bringing in my guest speaker, who is my mama. I will share about her more in a moment. I'm so happy that she's joined me today. Today's topic is around expressing your divine essence and aligning with your true self. This is a um, highly profound topic that I've found to be um, nothing short of amazing to truly do this in my life. It's really become my life's work, which is to really align with my true self. And so we're going to explore that further today. So I want to start with some questions for our listeners today. And these are some really important questions I'd like you just to be with before we dive into our topic together and invite my mom in here. So do you find yourself in a disconnect between your current self and your true self ever? Just kind of feeling into that question right now. How do you think the masculine and the feminine energies in our day-to-day lives can work better together? Where do you feel like you're at currently today with where you're leading from, with your masculine or your feminine? And you being maybe a man or a woman, Typically, that would mean the man leads more with his masculine and accesses his feminine when appropriate, and a woman would lead more with her feminine and accesses her masculine when appropriate. So where are you at with that? Have you thought about it? What's your journey been with the masculine and the feminine inside your body, which really is your natural essence, your core energy, your sty- the style of your being? So where are you at with the masculine and feminine within your body and how you access it? as how can we empower ourselves to find harmony and embrace our collective power and strength instead of competing against each other? The masculine can be seen more as competitive, and the feminine can be seen more as cooperative. And so it is true that in the workplace, in our relationships, with our friends, our beloveds, our family members, we're consistently accessing one of these energies uh, more than the other at times. And So thinking about where you're at with accessing those energies, why you're accessing them, and when you find yourself accessing more of the one energy versus the other, right? So maybe in the workplace, you constantly say, oh, I have to be masculine. You know, this is how it is. Or could it be that accessing your feminine is just as appropriate to be leading in in the workplace? And maybe there's just a misperception around the feminine in general. So I'd like to help you clear that up today. And in the meantime, I want to also invite my mom into the podcast now and introduce her. My guest today is international philanthropist, skilled horsewoman, and trailblazer for women's empowerment. My mom, Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, who believes women who support each other in abundance and joy are the key to equality. A successful author and educator, she recently completed a new book, In This Together, How Successful Women Support Each Other in Business and Life. If you are interested in purchasing the book, you can find it on Amazon. Thanks, Mom. Thanks for coming in for this podcast today. Just a little additional. You can get the the book is available at all the bookstores now, too. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. Hardcover. Many books don't come out in a hardcover, so we're excited. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here, Reagan. Thank you for having me. This is is exciting. This is exciting to be, you know, I never thought I would be doing this, and this is truly a treasure to, to be 
with you today. I was really feeling that um, before this started today. I had this strong, um, just really grateful that as well that we would be able to enter into this space together and have this be happening. Um, it's really a, a great topic to also bring in around even what we're bringing forth the topic as well as with our relationship. I think we both, as we've talked about, we do speaking engagements together and we have entered into this space where we're starting to help women awaken and empower the divine feminine within themselves. And really when I talk about one's true essence, I'm really talking about one's true style of their being, one's true true natural core energy that they're meant to be leading from. And what I've seen for myself is I used to lead more in my masculine. And my mom and I have really discovered that as women, you know, straight heterosexual women, we're meant to be leading in our feminine and to be accessing our, ma- our masculine when needed. And this is such a... Um, kind of a huge issue on the planet still because of the historical past of, you know, this planet with the more dominant patriarchal society that we've lived in, not only in this life, you know, coming out of that somewhat here, as well as the many lifetimes before this, where that is just what it was, dominant patriarchal society based. And so now women today are doing their very best to start to lead and their feminine, but most importantly, start to even understand what their feminine is and to take the judgment off it take the pain off it, take the um, irrational beliefs around it off of it. And we'll explore that a little bit more deeply here in a minute. And what I can say is because of leading in our divine feminine essence, your true core soul essence, what happens is you start to tap into your true authentic power of who you really are. And you start to really know yourself. You start to feel really comfortable in your own skin. So that way you can kind of just really start to celebrate yourself. And so I like to explore with my my mom today around this topic. And the first question I have for my mom is around what has been your journey in reference to your essence and the mask and the feminine in your life, kind of where it started, what it's been like for you to kind of go through that experience to start to know yourself better. You know, I think, I think, Reagan, when we get together with women, we're speaking together. I think the first thing that we often hear is it's so, it's so wonderful see a, to see a mother and daughter that are literally working and helping each other and, and standing and sitting in front of other women to see that. They, I think even last night we had a woman say, she says, I wish I had a relationship like that with my mother. And I think that's the most important thing that we need to understand as women is that we, when we do support each other and, and, and going back to, again, the, the whole essence issue, you know, my own mother, my grandmothers, I mean, we, we learn by what we're surrounded by. We become the people we spend time with. And again, probably for me, there was a conflictual, uh, my, my relationship with my own mother had been conflictual. And it seemed a little bit competitive. And I often hear that, that women will say, why, why do, what, what do I do about that mean woman? What do I do about her? You know, somebody at work or, or a relationship. But women, again, when we do support each other, and I think that's been the most wonderful part about you and I coming together, is is that we're really helping other women to see the extreme value in when you have a positive relationship and you, and you really do care and support each other. Anything is possible. We see that over and over again. Mm-hmm. We've watched the women grow and, and become so fully uh, aware of who they are as women. But again, I had to understand that that feminine part of myself 
was not how I was leading at all. And uh, you helped me tremendously to do that. So I really want to thank you for uh, helping me to understand that. Well, thank you for honoring me that way. Absolutely. And so I wanted to kind of explore with you a little more deeply around this conflictual relationship you have with your mom when you said she's more competitive. I think it's really important for our... um, for those who are listening to kind of dive more into that deeper healing experience that you've had with your feminine, because I think there's so often this talk about it, yet there's not really an understanding yeah. of how to get there to, to that next place where they too can begin to understand their feminine, lead in their feminine is just as the ultimate goal. And it's not, as you know, it's not been an easy undertaking. This no. has been a lifelong journey for you, sure. as well as it's been for me. And just to mention that in my healing of myself, which has been this integration process of becoming who I truly am and learning all these parts of myself and and coming into loving all these parts of myself, um, you know, it's been a process. And, you know, the work of discovering that I want to lead in my divine feminine did not come right away. So I, I believe that first the question is around your past with your child, with your mom, and then if you can just lead that into sure. this exploration of well, like, okay, uh, what does that mean? Yeah. And now I really want to dive into something that maybe I wasn't modeled, nothing, yeah. that wasn't modeled for you. Well, and I, and I think the one thing that's extremely important for women to understand is the biases they have towards themselves mm-hmm. and they have, other, have towards other women. And oftentimes this is below the surface as you're talking. We're talking about the essence. We're talking about cores that many women are not even understanding at that level that they're not valuing themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't uh, have self-esteem. They don't have confidence, fear, you know, their fear of, of, uh, and there's a lot of comparing going on. For me, um, my mother had a conflictual relationship with her with her own mother. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things that was so extremely valuable for me is I became very close to my grandmother mm-hmm. and learned a lot about my mother through my grandmother, which helped me to, to really start to have more of a softer, kinder thought towards her. And it was interesting. The more I supported her, mm-hmm. the more I showed love for her, and the more I showed her compassion, I received that as well. And, and that was something I think she was almost a little bit confused by mm-hmm. because that conflict relationship she had with her mother's, which never ended, by the way. Mm-hmm. Her mother passed, and I don't believe they ever really ended mm-hmm. up. I, I know they really loved and cared about each other, mm-hmm. but not that loving, caring, uh, nurturing, uh, you know, that that warm, cuddly feeling that they, they could have had for each other. But, but I had that towards my own mother before she passed. Mm-hmm. And I believe that was probably a, a beginning of a journey for me to understand that that was so important that I have that relationship with my own daughters, mm-hmm. all three of you, mm-hmm. is that I was going to be a different kind of mother. And, 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 and that took time. It's still taking time. Mm-hmm. You know, to understand that we as women have this unbelievable, we come into this world with power, the power to, not the power over, the power to, but we have these wonderful skills to develop relationships. We see the big issues. We see ways to uh, take care of those issues. Women have been solving problems for centuries. That's what we do. We're problem solvers. Mm-hmm. We rock the cradle. We take care of things. But it's with our support, our love, and our understanding of what we need to do as far as the nurturing. But we also have to nurture ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we are saying to women over and over again. You need to take care of yourself. 
You need to love and care about yourself. The self-esteem, the self-confidence, the self-awareness that we have is so extremely important. And then we can share that with our daughters. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a beautiful, wonderful woman, Reagan. There's no doubt about it. And I've watched you grow. And, and uh, you know, the love that you have for yourself you exude with other women as well. And I think that's what we all need. We need those role models. We need those mentors. Mm-hmm. We need someone to help to show us the way. Mm-hmm. But we also have to say this is what we can do as women. Mm-hmm. We're, we're wonderful the way we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our femininity is, the, is, is what makes us so very special. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have children. I mean, let's, let's face it. We have, we have such a huge responsibility, but the responsibility that we really have is towards ourselves first. Mm-hmm. And then we can share. Thank you. Thank you so much. So in reference to the um, kind of the deeper dive that I'm asking you about in reference to some of the pain that you might have been feeling regards to your mom being in this conflictual relationship already with you said her own mom. And, you know, so being in that being in that situation with your mom in that circumstance, really inside your home where she wasn't being nurturing, she wasn't being, you know, compassionate and kind, perhaps, and maybe feminine, really. I mean, not that that's all that the feminine is. Mm -hmm. And and that's something else I'd like to clear up some of the, you know, what is the feminine? What is the masculine? What are those energies? How are they they working in our lives? Um, It doesn't feel like that sense of um, cooperation versus aggression versus um, more of that kind of doing energy versus being energy, right? The doing's more masculine. The feminine's more being. It's like there's a lot of doing, going. I've met my grandmother um, many times. I became close to her before she passed. And um, you know, I, I wouldn't say I was extremely close to her because I don't feel like you were extremely close to her in my life, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I remember thinking, I don't know her that well, but I got to know her a little bit more towards the end of the journey before she passed. And what I could sense is that something she said to me, which really always stood out to me, that I knew she must have said to you probably 101 times, was that she says, you just got to keep going. You just mm. got to keep going. And what I heard when she said that always just was a red flag for me based on what she said and what maybe you experienced was this like lack of just being and just resting in her spirit. It was like, you got to go, you got to do. And what I hear about that is there's a lack of really feeling your feelings. And that is the feminine. That is really this, I've done so much psychological processing of my old stories and so much of trying to figure myself out through this, what I'm doing in the world. And I think that for women, and I'm also, you know, this is a topic for men today as well, that men are meant to be leading in their masculine. This is, this is for anyone who's a man or a woman. What's their core essence? What's the style of your being? Who are you really? Where are you meant to be leading from? And so, you know, today, obviously, in this audio or this podcast, this podcast today, we have, you know, myself here with my mom. So we've got two women. So we're kind of exploring more of the deeper dive into the feminine. Point being is that, we're we're attempting to figure out within ourselves, you know, who we are. So based on this experience of who we are, some of our our energy of um, trying to figure out in the past through through the doing, through what we achieve, what's how successful we are. Like, look what I've done. Look at this success. You know, that's masculine. And men are very much about achieving something, their life purpose, their mission. They they want to get something done. It's very, very common. And so I kind of sensed when I heard your mom say that, I felt a very masculine energy from her. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel feminine um, at any point, honestly, in my relationship with her. So I can only imagine that that modeling for you 
you has been an interesting thing to kind of unwind out of and see where you fit into the balance of really the harmonization of the masculine feminine within yourself. Yeah. You know, and so I know that with clients that I work with now and the goddess work that I do, as you know, I facilitate goddess gatherings. Um, there's so many women that really have no idea what the feminine is. And if they feel like they know what the feminine is, they are so confused by it being something more of a weaker nature mm-hmm. and an energy that is um, not going to get things done. Which is really interesting because when we tap into our true divine essence, it is this ultra empowering, energizing experience. And I know that, you know, when I am leading in my feminine, it's like there's this vital, vast source of energy in a well that I can just access and access. And then I go to bed, I feel, you know, um, very fulfilled and I did get a lot done, Mm -hmm. you know, so there's this misperception that you can't get much done if you're leading in your feminine and for a masculine for the masculine they certainly go you know i don't i don't have a feminine energy i've got i've got stuff to do it's like whoa 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 well, where's the journey about getting in touch with their feelings yeah you know yes men are supposedly more thinkers right and women are feelers or well, we're both meant to be doing both you know it's not just one or the other it's just where are we meant to be leading from So my question for you is, you know, the journey of being in your house and moving from, you know, maybe leaving the house in this very masculine energy and then moving into your own world. How long do you feel like it started to take or on your journey? What was that like for you on your journey to start to, again, to harmonize the masculine and feminine, to bring it into balance more in your life? What was that? What did that look like for you? Well, you know the the term that keeps coming up as you're as you're talking is vulnerability, mm-hmm. and this is something that women really do have difficulty with. And again, it's because of the models. It's because of what they've seen culturally, and again, going back to those biases, that they have to be strong. That they have to be, as I said, you know, you said my mother said she had you have to keep going, and and so to me that that also felt like you you had to support yourself. You had to do it on your own. You had to do it alone. Mm. And I think the feminine, that feminine essence is actually you don't have to do it alone. Mm-mm. You're never alone. There are always people out there if you ask for help, if you ask people how you can help and ways that you can also help and be helped. I mean, there's nothing so there's something something so valuable as asking someone, you know, could you help me? I mean, how many people say, no, I won't help you? Mm -hmm. But women, as we become even more feminine, we can turn around and say, Reagan, how can I help you? Mm -hmm. You know, this is a wonderful thing that you're doing, but I'd really like to be a part of that. And I think that's part of it for me was learning that I'm not alone, Mm -hmm. that there are many people out there that are here to assist me in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. And that I don't have to do it by myself. And it, you know what? It's a lot more fun mm-hmm. when we have support and we work with each other. Um, no, I mean, I think that was it. I think for the there's many women out there right now that have their superwoman T-shirts on underneath their clothing, and they believe if they have if they have to ask for help, somehow they'll be uh, targeted or they'll be even more vulnerable than they're afraid they're already. But that vulnerability is the feminine. Mm -hmm. That vulnerability is reaching out, is being that softer, more feminine side. But but again, there's something amazing when we all work together, Mm -hmm. when we're all in it together. Mm -hmm. That's why the book is called All uh, In This Together, Mm -hmm. because we really, we're not alone. And I think that's, for me, the feminine has become more and more that... I mean, we watch we watch it over and over again when we bring women together. There are so many women that are thrilled 
-hmm. They're absolutely thrilled when they are find that somebody is saying, well, how can I help you? And when we ask that question, what do you need? How can I help? Mm -hmm. and, and that's what we, if we can all do that, mm -hmm. men included. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're talking about leading, but men have the, the ability also to lead with their feminine side, too. Because mm -hmm. uh, we know we're, we're seeing more, successful, more success occur with relationship building. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When we develop those kinds of relationships and those kinds of ways of working together, and the outcome is always positive. And I think that's where it gets into this idea of harmonization, right? Yeah. Because for for each um, each sex, male and female, um, to start to just kind of intuitively tap into mm -hmm. when what energy is most appropriate to bring forward, and you know, so rather than this kind of old way of being that we need to do it a certain way, and yeah. you know, there's a stereotype against men and women, right? You know, if you sure. men, men shouldn't cry and women need to be super women, right? Yeah. You know, these are yeah. just two examples. And and that being said, you know, that lends to this level of inauthenticity. Mm -hmm. And really, I think the pain that people feel around, you know, when they're not leading in their appropriate essence, right? They, the essence that is the natural, their natural energy, their natural, um, like I said, the style of their being. I just love the way that sounds because it's really tapping into this who you are as as yourself, not like anyone else, mm -hmm. and then tapping into when it's appropriate, which energy within you you want to bring forward. Mm -hmm. And as you start to kind of be comfortable with that, start to um, not judge that, or again, you know, what I should be doing, what other people think I'm supposed to be having to be a certain way leads to this inauthenticity. And when you feel that inauthenticity in yourself, you end up de-energizing yourself and you feel this kind of lack of vital energy, which leads to a lot of the less than energy, a lot of the worth issues on the planet. You know, there's just, you just don't feel good about yourself. Yeah. You just, you feel, you know, no matter what you do, right? And that's the key word is do versus just be, you feel that it's never enough. Yeah. There is no end to that journey. And so we do have an opportunity though to bring these energies into balance within ourselves and start allowing ourselves, I think, to um, just naturally feel what we feel. And I might be talking a little bit more about the feminine right now with the feeling-oriented energy, and again, men have feelings. You know, it's been such a intense um, journey with, you know, certain men I've known in my life that, you know, for them to come into being okay to have their feelings, you know, and, and, and really they had a lot of feelings that were just pushed down by a, a controlling, controlling perhaps masculine mother, um, but by society, what they thought society would yeah. want that, to have them be more of. Right. This, you know, um, you know, strong uh, thinking driven masculine that supposedly that denotes that they're worthy. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, you know, you, you're talking about being authentic, but I think probably for men and for women, when we truly start to allow ourselves to to have that self-value, that self-esteem, that confidence in knowing who we are, it gets to be a lot easier around men and women working together and living together and being together mm -hmm. when you don't have to be on guard. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably what happens when you're not being authentic and you're not in your true essence is that you're on guard, you're afraid you're going to say or do. I'd like to that woulda, coulda, shoulda thinking, which is, you know, I call it stinking thinking. But it's when we're we're on guard and we're, and, and you know, and I, and I remember when 
I'd go back sometimes after, and this was, again, did I say the right thing? Did I do the right thing? And I think that's when you come into your own and you start to truly know and understand and value yourself, you don't question that. You don't even think about that. You know, you don't later on go, oh, my gosh, why did I say that? Why did I do that? And when you're on the right path, you meet the right people. And that's when you, you know, when you feel good. Like you said, when you're energized. I mean, like even our even our event last night, I, I went home feeling really good. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're on the on the right path, you feel good. You don't question yourself. You don't you don't ask questions like, oh, did she? What did she think of that? Or what? What did I? What, what should I've done this? Or mm-hmm. should have done that? When you start questioning yourself over and over again, you need to stop and go. Wait a minute. Why am I doing this? Because mm-hmm. this is not truly who you are. Mm-hmm. Who you truly are is that you, life is smooth and, and it's easier and, you're, and, and things just come easily. I mean, when you're on the right path. And, and I'd like to think that's how I value what I'm doing is that time flies by. Mm-hmm. When you truly love what you're doing and you truly love the people you're spending time with, mm-hmm. time just flies by. It's, it's almost effortless mm-hmm. to be in that space. Mm-hmm. And we as women can feel that. Men can feel that as well. Mm-hmm. So maybe if we all stop woulda, coulda, shoulda thinking and start just really believing in who we are mm-hmm. and getting past that, something amazing can happen. Wouldn't it be nice if we were all on the same page? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, it would be amazing. <laughs> no no poverty. That's, that's Everybody would be educated. We'd be healthy. It would be a wonderful, wonderful place. It would be a wonderful world. Let's work it's on happening. that. It's happening. It's happening. Yes, it it's is. It's happening. And so in reference to kind of the masculine and the feminine, I wanted to take that take a little ride on exploring those more um more deeply maybe right so um so the doing versus the being right mm-hmm. the masculine the aggression versus the surrender that's more mm-hmm. feminine mm-hmm. analytical versus intuitive that's you know concrete versus abstract obviously the first one is the masculine right so aggressive doing energy analytical concrete all about more of the um uh Competition versus cooperation, right? So this is, it sounds, you know, it sounds like the masculine is just, it's life-driven, you know, dr- driven to for a purpose, right? To, to accomplish something, to make something happen. You know, it's that doing, go, go make it happen and, and achieve something, right? Mm-hmm. And the feminine... Um, which is again, it's it's interesting because you can see that you know also there's many women on the planet that are doing some wonderful things, right? And Absolutely. they're they're accomplishing wonderful things and highly um, empowered women uh, that are out there just being their true self and getting things done, right? Mm-hmm. So I think there's just this interesting misperception we're constantly trying to clear up on this planet because there's been, like I said, such an imbalance with this that women feel that when they tap into their masculine, that's when they get things done. So Great. That's I love that because that's true. We can access our masculine because it is the doing energy. But as soon as we are done with the doing energy, to come back into the feminine, to, to lead in it, to reside there, to, that would be your, your place of power, your seat. Mm-hmm. And the same with the masculine, you know, and for them to go into their feminine when it's needed and to access that. And maybe that's, you know, something that they want to access more often with a relationship with their beloved or with their children 
or within their work partners, with their sure. work partners at their business, you know, really kind of diving into what's going on behind closed doors uh, with someone who's maybe struggling, one of their, you know, friends. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to bring that forward and see how you resonate with the differences between the masculine and the feminine in your life. Well, and, those and specifics. I, I, you know, there's words that come to mind when you're talking and one of them is value. I mean, uh, again, you know, growing up in a conflictual relationship with my own mother, it, there was that questioning of my own value mm -hmm. and uh, my own worth. And, you know, having maybe where the masculine comes into play is trying to figure out how you can get that value, how you can get that, mm -hmm. that uh, approval. But where the feminine comes into is actually valuing yourself mm -hmm. and and knowing that this is who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I mean, it's it's it shouldn't be surprising to anyone when somebody comes up and says, you know, you're a loving, caring, kind person. But I think there's a, there's women that that will go, what, what? I mean, I, I actually mm -hmm. love that, mm -hmm. you know. And I've actually had somebody say to me before, but you're such a nice person, and I and I say to them, and and why shouldn't I be? Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we, we in our society have some unusual thinking about when we actually do talk about the more feminine side, which is loving, caring, and valuing. I mean, that, again, going back to the whole issue of vulnerability, mm -hmm. but that, it's, it's when, we, when we have that experience more and more with people, it's just amazing what happens. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, watching people uh, last night support each other. Mm -hmm. And 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 seeing surprise sometimes on the faces of some of the the women there. Uh huh. I yeah. mean, and in fact, that's where where I began doing a lot of my podcasts. And with the, this woman, I said, "Well, Mary, how can I help you?" And this little voice came back and said, and it was almost as if, "You mean you want to help me?" And I said, "That's exactly what I want to do." Mm -hmm. And we as women can do that mm -hmm. but men need that as well mm -hmm. so we're we're all we're constantly i think we we have to find that balance between our masculine and our feminine mm -hmm. but we as women have this delightful opportunity to come out mm -hmm. i mean we get to be women now mm -hmm. this is the exciting thing in, in work and in the corporations we get to dress as women we get to act as women uh, we get to wear makeup and wear beautiful clothing. Mm -hmm. When I was working, I, I dressed mm -hmm. as a man. I, I wore a tie. Mm -hmm. This was back when. But that's the way I got it done. I had padded shoulders and I wore a tie. But now I can walk out with a dress. I can have beautiful hair and jewelry. But we actually, this is a wonderful time for women. Mm -hmm. and, and, and women that can actually be women. Mm-hmm and not have to lead as men or pretend men. And we see too many women out there that are leading as men, and they're not getting the job done. Yeah. They're, they're actually causing more harm, and they're not lifting other women up as they go. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's so important. We lift as we go. Mm -hmm. So uh, in reflection to your what you were sharing, I think it's just a, just a little, it would be interesting to dive just a little deeper into as well now. Um, around vulnerability, which has been a very kind of intense feat for me, I know, to fully become vulnerable and, and, and still at times, you know, wanting to be strong or wanting to, you know, show myself as, you know, I got this kind of thing, right? Yeah. And so I think that what I've learned about that is, you know, for most men and women to be vulnerable brings up a great deal of fear. And I think that it's important to note that fear is a pretty 
large contagion on the planet right now. Sure. And a lot of these insecurities and fears that rise up, especially by becoming vulnerable, um, is is real. And again, to to advise to everyone who's listening to just note what your fear is. You know, what are your fears? What are your insecurities? And to be vulnerable is to do that, is to say, okay, yeah, I do have this going on inside myself. You know, I still feel like I'm not enough. I still feel that I'm not worthy. I, I have a fear that if I'm vulnerable, someone's going to hurt me, mm-hmm. you know, because that's really what's happened for most men and women is at some point you, you did attempt to be your true self. You did try to be who you were. And those around you said, no, it's not working for me. In some way, and whether that be your parents, or it was a, a sibling, or it was a um, beloved, a partnership that you're in of some sort, where someone said to you, you know, I hear that you feel like you can talk like that, or say that, or be that. I don't like it. In fact, I need you to stop that right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're too emotional, you're too sensitive, you're too silly, you're too aggressive. Whatever you were, you were too much, and typically that starts to shut us down. And then our vulnerability is the first thing to really go. We just, oh, no, i got to put on this protective shell. I've got to wear this masculine shell or this feminine shell. And I need to hide inside of it and wear these masks so that people can't really see who I really am. Because I'm afraid if they see who I really am, what's happened before is going to happen again. Mm -hmm. And so what do you have to say about these masks that individuals are wearing and how to take them off? Well, the first thing I'm going to say, and I, I, I say this quite often, don't believe everything you see and you hear. Mm-hmm. And and check in with yourself as far as your beliefs, and I and I think that's again going back to a lot of those biases that what we've been taught is not necessarily true, you know. But again, I think unfortunately in our society, fear is a, is how we motivate people to do things. We do it in the marketing. I mean, if you look at marketing, uh, the the best way to get women to buy anything is guilt. Mm-hmm. Guilt and uh, so we have a we have a a, no, a huge number of women that are depressed because they they have impossible comparisons that they're constantly being saying you need to look this way you need to act this way you need to wear this you need to do this and so we have to understand that everything we see and everything we read and we hear we don't necessarily have to believe but be aware how it's affecting us because again I think that's where they're actually attacking the feminine mm-hmm. because they're saying you're not good enough you're you know that vulnerability they're going right to the core of that but you know and and, and I say this and and again women we we have different we have this wonderful core of, of vulnerability but also you know sometimes growth is uncomfortable mm-hmm. and getting past our fears once we get past our fears Anything is possible. Mm-hmm. I don't think you and I'd be sitting here right now talking in this podcast if we hadn't gotten past some of our fears. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I find as a woman, uh, my fear has helped me to understand myself even better and that vulnerability even better. But once I conquer one of those fears, and you may call it masculine, but I call it also that feminine, which is, again, just think of the history that women have gone through to, for survival mm-hmm. and to, for their children to survive. Mm-hmm. We've had to, to push forward and, and use those, those feminine strengths 
and there was caregiving and nurturing strengths to be where we are today. But again, you know, don't believe everything you hear and you see and you read. Mm-hmm. Understand how things are affecting you. You have a right to have self-worth. You have a right to be valued. You're worth it. Don't ever, ever forget that. Your own value is so extremely important. And that feminine part of yourself, yeah, I think it's absolutely the most important thing that women begin to understand the strength and the value. Yeah, there is strength with feminine being a feminine. Mm-hmm. In fact, the the term feminist is now a valued term again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Being a feminist is a valued mm-hmm. term. Mm-hmm. Yay! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yay! You know what I was hearing when you were speaking was this um, kind of strategy to question everything versus believe, you know, what someone might tell you and, you know, worry about what they think and what they say. And instead you question everything within yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, by you questioning everything, which is just also kind of the spiritual based principle, um, you start to get to know yourself. Sure. You just get to know who you are and how what you like, what you th- what you feel is important to you, uh, what you enjoy, what makes mm-hmm. you happy, mm-hmm. and, and then also to, to know yourself is to is to know thyself is to love thyself. So there's this idea of getting to know oneself, loving oneself more, and then starting to diminish fear through Absolutely. basically seeing the truth in everything. Absolutely. Right? It's It starts to, it just becomes a natural byproduct of like, how do I really diminish fear? It's it's really getting to the truth. Yeah. And how do you get to the truth if you don't authentically know yourself? Sure. Because then you start to kind of believe in what everybody else is saying and you watch the media. Yeah, telling you how you should think the, and feel. Yes. Looking, at the, looking yeah. at the paper, looking at the media, you know, the TV, um, you know, so-and-so said this to me. Sure. I don't really know myself, so now I'm going to take on what they think is to be true, which is bringing up fear for me because... It's not my I, truth. I, I love that. Getting to know yourself, that's extremely important. I, I believe every lifetime is about learning. Mm-hmm. If I, I'm here to learn. Yeah. Every day I'm here to learn something else. So, yeah, knowing thyself, uh, that is a lifetime journey mm-hmm. because con- we're constantly faced with change. Mm-hmm. You know, people say they love change. Well, I know as a psychologist that's not necessarily true, but we can gar- I can guarantee you tomorrow will be a different day. <laughs> Today's different, but tomorrow will be a different day. I wish day. more people love change. <laughs> I really do, because change is the only thing that is constant, and most people really resist change, actually. Yeah. They just resist it like it's the plague. And it is actually the most important thing to really become great at in this life. You know, mm-hmm. because we are required to change and to grow in order to know thyself, yeah. to love thyself. It's literally, it's required. Yeah. You know, because what we're really doing over the course of time is we're letting go of all that old, unresolved mm-hmm. stuff inside of us. Um, you know, I mean, and nobody that, promised us. That's limiting and serving, <laughs> right? And these energies, yeah. Yeah. These, these fears, these worries, these doubts, these insecurities, these judgments, these limiting patterns, these limiting beliefs, <sighs> Makes all me this tired. stuff. <laughs> and right, and and and, <laughs> and so I hear you that you felt like you were tired when I said all that, Mom. <laughs> and what I want to say is, it is a day to day, moment by moment process. Absolutely. And, and it literally, if we could just be patient and just rest in the now of this moment mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. the doing, right? Getting out there yeah. outside of ourselves. The moment. You know, oh my God, when am I going to be healed? When is it going to be enough? Mm-mm. When am I going to be enough? Mm-mm. Finally, will someone appreciate me, approve of me, like me, love me, because I've done enough. And that is this imbalance with the masculine and the feminine we're talking about. 
You know, if a woman is thinking that way, she's denying herself of just being. And a man, the same. You know, if he's constantly trying to do yeah. to be, you know, to be approved of, and he's forgetting about his feminine, same thing. It's really the same thing. It's just it leads to feeling, um, I think, just gosh, a low energy. Yeah. You know, not feeling vital energy. And we all know what that feels like. There's days where you wake up and you're either on the right side of the bed or the other side of the bed and you feel, how did this happen? Why did this happen? Well, just check on check on what happened yesterday. Yeah. What were you doing for the last few days before this? Where Was there any presence? Was there any relaxation? Was there any self-care? Was there any self-nurturing? Was there any just resting in your spirit? Mm-hmm. Was there any of that? And sometimes they'll say, oh, no, you know, I took a bath on Tuesday. Well, gosh, that was like four days ago. Yeah. Where, where's the daily practice of that? Yeah. You know, and I think that that is self-loving, that's self-nurturing. And that is for men and for women. And I know many men who have a very solid self-practice, um, self-caring practice of, you know, baths and massages and manicures and pedicures. And I'm not talking about men that are um, not straight. I mean, that are masculine, fully sure, body masculine absolutely. males that are taking care of themselves. So they have they have learned to harmonize. Taking care of yourself is They're important. masculine, they're feminine yeah. women. And they, have, they do not see um, self-nurturing, self-care as weakness. They see that as just truly taking care of themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. We're not promised tomorrow. Yesterday's gone. Tomorrow's yet to be. And that's why they call it the present today. We're, today's where we are. Right. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Now. Well, thank you so much, Mom. This has been such a, a joy and just an honor to be with you today. Um, I had a lot of fun, and um, this conversation really was enlightening and stimulating, and I just feel really, just really positive, good energy in my body. Thank you so much for yeah. joining me. I, I just love when we come together, and, and you know, I, gosh, did you ever think we'd do something like this? This is so amazing. I just absolutely love this. Now, this is, uh, you know, this is truly what I love to do. I mean, and, and it's so great that we can do this together. So I'm absolutely thrilled. You can have me on any time. <laughs> wow. Any time. I feel like I'm, 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 uh, I'm going to have to call you again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Reagan. This has been delightful. Uh, yes, the book is available in all the bookstores. It is, it is called In This Together. Which we are in this together. How successful women support other women in business and life is available in your local bookstore now. Uh, buy a copy for yourself, your best friends, and it's really a say and do book. Uh, you know, we we talk about we talk a lot about things, but we don't talk about how what we do about them. And this is a say and do book. Uh, but again. When we all work together and we support each other, anything is possible. Also, go to drnancyoreilly.com, D-R-N-A-N-C-Y-O-R-E-I-L-L-Y.com. And I have podcasts and I have information and blogs on women's leadership, women empowerment, and just, just how you can truly truly be your authentic self as well. And uh, remember how special you really, really are. Thank you, Reagan. This has been delightful. <laughs> Let's do it again. Thank you so much. 
We'd also like to thank our sponsor for this episode, the Impact Hub in Santa Barbara. Impact Hub is a co-working space for change makers and entrepreneurs to collaborate, be inspired, and make an impact. Impact Hub Santa Barbara helps members find their true self by giving them the tools to succeed as entrepreneurs and thrive in all of their ventures. Use the code REAGAN10 to get a 10% discount on your first month of Flex, part-time, or full-time membership. Offer valid through May of 2019. All right, so I'm going to move us into a closing prayer right now. What I'd like us all to do, if you aren't already doing this, please take your seat somewhere. Please sit down, just resting your body. And please place your hands over your heart space. I'm going to move us through just a couple deep breaths, and then we're going to move into prayer together. Thank you so much. So on three, I'd like you to take a breath in through your nose, out through your mouth, and on the out breath, please make a sound. And we are going to do three deep breaths today. Starting with our first breath, one, two, and three. One, two, and three. And one, two, and three. Good, just returning to a normal breath. Just a little bit of a deeper normal breath. Just letting yourself rest in your breath right now. Letting it center you, calm you down. Thank you so much. Moving into prayer. So I thank you, I thank you, I thank you so very much. Mother, Father, God, Goddess, for this beautiful, blessed day. For in this day, in this moment, here in this space and place, it is true that I know, and I know that we all are this. We are all divine expressions of God. And if that is true, and it is true, it means that everything that we seek, everything that we desire, everything that we wish for already is within us. All the love, all the joy, all the beauty, bliss, faith, compassion, gratitude, abundance, prosperity, clarity, you name it, everything is there. And the only thing in this is that standing in the way of us, us remembering the truth of who we are, the truth that these energies exist within us is ourself. And what happens within ourselves, sometimes we start to buy into what's called the ego. And we start to buy into these fears, these doubts, these worries, these insecurities, these judgments, limiting energies, limiting patterns, irrational beliefs, feeling that we are these lower energies and we, we lead from these energies. So I ask you, Mother, Father, God, Goddess, help us all to remove anything and everything that is ready to be removed from our bodies that does not serve us anymore, anything that's limiting, and help us move into this deeper union with our true self, our divine core essence, our soul essence, who we really are, who we came here to be. Simply being as we are would be enough. Letting go of any kind of not enough energy, not worthy energy. Clearly seeing that as we are in this moment, we are enough. Thank you so much. I also call for the divine assistance of all angels, guides, and masters of mine, and anyone else's who's on this podcast today, your, your angels, guides, and masters as well to be with us right now to assist us in any way, to let go of these energies that might be unserving. I'm so grateful for your assistance and your presence. And please, I ask you, Mother, Father, God, Goddess, if there is any imbalance around this 
diving into our true soul's core essence, such as our masculine or feminine, our natural state of being, our natural energy, the style of our being. Please, I ask you, anything that might be standing in the way of this happening for each one of us to bring this into harmony, our masculine or feminine, I ask for assistance to remove all blockages, all obstacles that might still exist within. I am so very grateful. Thank you so much. And with these words, I say, and so it is. So taking just one moment here, taking a deep and slow breath. And thank you so much for joining me today on this podcast and this closing prayer. It's been such an honor and a privilege to be here with you all. Thank you for joining me. I hope to be serving you more in the future with these podcasts. So if you liked what you heard now, I would invite you to please join me on my website, reagantompson.com. There you'll find information about me as well as upcoming events. You can buy tickets there for the events as well as listen to my audios, podcasts are there. I'm finding that women and men are telling me that they're getting quite a bit of benefit from listening weekly to these. So please join me on reagantompson.com as well as follow me on social media at Reagan underscore Thompson, please. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Blessings.